everything's coming up to to Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. In the zone, simple dedication to the team when you're in the know. To to Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. In the soul, lifting all the positivity for the wolves to grow. So where we going from here, man? We listen week to week to get the clearest to clear. Recaps got that. South cap got that. Team ads got that. So tell me what they do not have, huh? Question to ask, but I don't mean to go brag. But boy, they got all the stats, and they could go all the way back from KG to Zerbiak. And all I'm saying is that the cast, the one stop shot for my timber wolves. Timber wolves, ain't a thing falling, everything's coming up. Timber wolves, timber wolves, falling from the autumn, ain't nobody gonna stop him. It's the timber wolves, timber wolves, phonies, you can spot them, they the sheep under their clothes. Timber wolves, timber wolves, talk a lot about them. Welcome in to another Everything's Coming Up Timberwolves podcast. My name is Gabe Anderson, and I'm joined, as always, by Chris Emerson. Chris, how are we doing? I'm optimistic. You know, I like the way things have been, uh, you know, been kind of playing out the last couple of games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we have been looking pretty good. I thought, particularly if you're if you're watching this live, uh, this we're recording this on a Monday before the second Portland game. I thought last night or two nights ago. We looked pretty good. I I, I thought I thought we played pretty well. Uh, just you know, Portland's a good team. That was a full strength Portland team. Like they they were missing barely yep. anybody, if anybody. Yep. I can't remember anyone they were missing. So so let let's get right into it. Uh, the the title of the episode is the Gobert experiment. Oh by the way, uh, Jared Good couldn't make it this week. Uh, hopefully he'll be back. Actually, his computer broke. So hopefully Let's he'll see. be able to. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I gave him a gave him a, a tip to fix Chromebooks, but we'll see how it works. But uh, so overall, let's give it a grade. How do you think the Gobert experiment has gone so far? If you had to give it a grade, and then explain the grade. Obviously. Um, what are we? We're twenty five percent of the season, or something like that. I would say. Yeah. I would. I would say I'd give it a. I'd give it a B minus. B minus. Okay. I think he's he's pulling his weight. I mean, Gobert himself, I I think I would say is a a B plus, you know, like he's doing about what I would expect. He's, you know, probably in the league leaders in field goal percentage. Um, I think uh, Finch's idea to kind of expand him offensively in the beginning of the year kind of looked like maybe, but I think um, lately it's starting to, to, you know, have benefits where in that Portland game, I mean, he was dominating the post, like in, mm-hmm. like, not just pick and roll play. Um, you know, he's top three in the league in rebounding. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think he's doing fine. Um, the part of the experiment that might be at a C level right now is, you know, the roster and him uh, vibing and playing well together. Uh, right. That's not quite hitting yet, but man, it looked like it's been working quite a bit better with uh, with Cat out the last couple of weeks. Or so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Like like you're saying, it has been been a lot better. And man, it's I, I feel like Gobert's hands has got almost gotten better. Like he had a great snatch last night where uh, I forget. I think it was Jaden 
threw him a low ball and he got it almost between his legs, went up and dunked it. So, I mean, I, that, that was my number one gripe uh, with, with Gobert yeah. early on was a, uh, actually two things, my two gripes with Gobert. I felt like he wasn't rim protecting enough. And also I felt like he didn't have good enough hands, but his hands have gotten a lot better so far. I believe. I think he heard the criticism. You know, I think he heard the criticism mm-hmm. from everybody. And what I'm starting to see more from him, I mean, I don't want to be the guy that, you know, says I said it last episode, but when we were Go talking about him being a leader, uh, yeah, we were talking about him being a leader. Um, and I said with Cat out, you know, Ed- Edwards and Gobert will be able to step into that spot because Cat was sort of like the, you know, crowned king of the team just because he's been there the longest and he's been the most storied, but he's not really a leader. And I see a lot of communication with Ant and Gobert on the court, see a lot of talking going on out there. And I think mm-hmm. um, Gobert's starting to take some of that leadership role. And that block that won the game for us a couple of nights ago, he said yeah. that he didn't, na- he didn't name a name, but he said um, when they try to isolate me, when Buddy Heal, this was an Indiana game, when they tried to isolate me earlier, he got a bucket because uh, one of my players got in my way. Um, and I told him, don't help when I'm, you know, on the perimeter on a guy, don't help because I'll be able to come and block the shot. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what he did to win the game. And it was Edwards who helped and got in the way the first time, and he stayed away the second time. And I think Edwards is starting to learn how to use his picks. I think yeah. um, he's uh, Gobert starting to, to be able to get guys open in the flow. I mean, Delo's playing in the flow. Edwards is playing yeah. in the flow more. It's really starting to click. Um, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, and the whole thing is the the whole debate is whether or not the once cat and we can talk about this later, obviously, because he won't be back for a little bit. Once cat comes back, will that mess up the flow, or will that will he be able to just slide in and and play like like? Remember at the beginning of the season, we were talking about oh, this is the best starting lineup we've ever had. Will will he be able yeah. to just yeah, like uh, that's what we were talking about. But uh, will he be able to just kind of slide in and? And uh, and bring it, or or will it take an adjustment? It'll be interesting to see. But man, let's talk a little bit about D'Lo a little bit because just looking at his stats, just from the last three games, I, I got him up here uh, against the Pacers. Obviously, he went he went in flago in the fourth quarter. I mean, that was an amazing. Was it the Pacers or was that the Jazz? I can't remember. The um, fourth quarter. It was. I think the Pacers. He had six threes in the fourth, wasn't it? Yes. It yes. Yes. Yeah. No, no, it was the jazz. It was the jazz. But anyway, uh, against yeah. the Pacers, twenty-eight points, nine for eighteen, four threes. Against the Jazz, thirty points, twelve for sixteen, uh, nine threes, or sorry, six threes. And then last night, twenty-four points, nine for fifteen, uh, uh, four for five from behind the three-point line. So not only are we seeing good D'Lo, we're seeing efficient D'Lo as well. What, what do yeah. you think's changed? Do you think it's just not having Cat as an option, or or do you think it's more than that? Um, I think it's I think it's I think that's part of it. So he's mentioned that for the other years he's tried to be the point guard, and he wants to be like, you know, the Chris Paul style point guard 
keep the offense flowing, keep everybody moving, that type of thing. And when you've mm-hmm. got a guy like Cat, Cat's not a dump it to him. Um, he gets his own basket type of guy. He's like where you put in the work and you kick it to him and he finishes. He finishes with a slot three. He finishes with a three from up top. Maybe maybe a pump fake and drive, but you know he's not you know Embiid where he's pounding it in the post, putting on multiple moves to get a bucket kind of guy. So getting every foul goal. You're right. I think yeah, D'Lo is sacrificing a little bit of his own game to try to help others. And he said now he's just kind of being a basketball player. And what mm. I'm seeing is a lot more um, playing off the ball where they've right. got, you know, slow-mo Anderson pretty much running point guard and finding D'Lo, finding other guys, taking some of that off him and letting D'Lo be the shooter. And, I mean, that's what the idea that Rosas had when we got him. They wanted – they wanted D'Lo to be our James Harden, you know, a guy mm-hmm. that can pass but is offense-minded. And that's why we had Rubio as a, as a point guard. We wanted both to be, the, you know, in there together, Rubio to run the team and D'Lo to play off him and to score. So right. it's kind of happening now, but instead of Rubio, it's Anderson. Yeah, yeah, and we can talk about that. Kyle Anderson, he has been great the last couple games. Uh, in fact, the Jazz game almost had a triple-double, which is crazy. I mean, you, you you talk about things that, like, happen out of nowhere, like, for example, Corey Brewer's 50-point game or Brandon Jennings' right. 50-point game. How about Kyle Anderson almost having a triple-double? Man, he it's going to be interesting when – and I know we talked about this – when Cat comes back, it's going to be hard, I feel like, to take slow-mo out of the starting lineup because he, he he's perfect there. Yeah, I think what we're going to be able to take from this is um, there's going to be large chunks of the t- of each game where Cat isn't going to be in there. And right. these guys will now have a rhythm like that. Same as when our bench squad's in there with like Nas and Noel and J-Mac, the point guard. Mm-hmm. Got a rhythm and a flow from together and getting a lot of reps together. Um, right. So maybe I don't know, you know. And I talked about it when Cat got hurt last episode. Is it'll be it'll be big to see if Cat is mature enough to sit back and watch this from like a like a fifty hundred foot thousand foot view of this of the game right now. And now where can I fit in? See, they're doing well. Mm-hmm. How can I fit in? And like at, I think Dane Moore was talking about it on his podcast just uh, the other day that, you know, in that Portland game, we played well, but we kind of got out talented at the end. Um, and that's something right. that if you add Carl Anthony Towns, we, our talent level now goes above theirs. And it just, he has to learn how to fit in, you know, not mm-hmm. to try to make others to fit into him. Um, right. And that'll be a maturity test for him because if that works, we could be great. I mean, the whole point of that trade, the Gobert trade, wasn't because it's going to be an easy fit and everything is going to be seamless. It just mm-hmm. it, it pushed our ceiling higher for our team. And that's right. the goal because the goal is to win a championship. You know, if we wanted to just stay middle of the playoffs, low, low to middle playoffs, we would have stayed put. And that's fine. But we're going to win a title. And you have to push right. your ceiling as high as you can if that's the goal. Right. I'm trying to think of like an equivalent team that were just – I'm going to say like uh, like the Indiana Pacers. They were always kind of in the yeah. mix but not really 
a contender sure. or anything, or maybe, well, yeah. yeah. The Portland Trailblazers, for example. That's true, yeah. I mean, they've always been like a five, six seed kind of thing. They had one mm. little run, but no one was really scared of them. And, right. you know, they, they had to blow it up and change it up and to see what they could do. They got lucky that, you know, signs turning into an equal bit as as yeah. good as McCollum was. He's good. He's a killer. He he's he's a stud. He, yeah, he he can he can shoot like man. And that's also what we got to remember, particularly about Sunday night's game. There were or Sunday night Saturday Saturday, yeah Saturday night's game was there was like one or two plays that could have changed the entire outlook of the game. Uh, for example, that one where we played good defense for twenty two seconds, long rebound, and then they go and then a Simon's three. Then the other one, we play good defense for 22 seconds. Uh, they have an inbound. Grant basically just turns around, throws it up, and hits the shot. Like if those two, if those two things don't happen, it's a tie game, for sure. And that—that's kind of what I love. One thing. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go. Oh, that, the one thing that I was blows say, my mind, right? Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead, the, go ahead, go ahead. The one thing that blows my mind right now with our roster is when we go two bigs, we can't rebound. And I don't get that. Like, even when it's yeah. Nas and Gobert or Towns and Gobert, like, we're still not rebounding. And, I mean, that's the thing that should be easy money when you're going that big. So we got to – that's the thing that I think pushes us down in the, how the Gobert experience is doing is right. for some reason we're not rebounding, even though he is. Right. Yeah. No, abs- I mean, the stats speak for themselves. Like he absolutely is. Uh, but you'll see like particularly games, like when cat will play with Gobert. cat, his points will be fine, but it'll end with like three rebounds or something like that. Like yeah, you just or six or something. Yeah. Or six or something like that. But I wonder a lot of, I will say a lot of them and maybe it's just not the bigs not tracking the ball or maybe the guards not tracking the ball. A lot of them seem to be long rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, like where and, they'll shoot, but that's the NBA. Yeah, right. No, for sure, for sure. That's the new NBA. Everyone's shooting a hundred threes, so you, we have to learn to rebound at like the free throw line, like set up a wall there. But how many times have we seen that good defense and then long rebound, offensive rebound, three pointer killer? Like that. That's happened all year long, and stop that if we're going to do anything in the playoffs. Right. No, I, I totally agree. And I don't think it's been all year long. I think that's just Wolves history. I mean, like that's, we, we've been seeing that for years going on. I mean, it's just, yeah. it, it feels like, feels like more than any other team, but I'm sure it's not, but man, it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy. How do you think, uh, and we'll talk about your boy Nas, Nas obviously getting more playing time uh, with Cat being out. How, how, how do you think he's looked? Typical Nas or what do you think? I mean, it's how many times do you see a you know a sixteen minute fifteen point performance from Nas? Like he does that all the time. I don't know. Yeah. I feel, I feel for the guy because he's really not getting that. He got sixteen minutes last game. You know, like he, yeah, he's really not getting that much more because Anderson's there taking us now, and and Anderson's playing well. So I mean, I can't be mad at that. Um, right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I wish not the next game he plays on. He gets to play 25 minutes a game consistently. Um, I hope he signs a one-year deal 
and he shows that he's worth, you know, a good NBA contract because, I mean, not like he's, you know, mm-hmm. living under a bridge, but we've talked about it a couple of times. I think he's played five years and made six million total. Like that's, yeah, that's not very much for an NBA contract. I mean, particularly like, remember, remember, like, uh, how long? Remember that one off season where like everyone was getting big contracts, like Matthew Deladova, Mozgov. Yeah, yeah, I was just yeah, that's what I was about to mention. Mozgov, like he's got to yeah. make at least Mozgov money, you know, like from back then. Because I mean, I would rather, I'd rather have Nas Reed a hundred times rather than Timothy Mozgov. I, I mean, for sure. Like, like yeah, I, yeah, and like you said, like it, it is, it is hard. I mean, it's not super hard to feel bad for them because at the end of the day, they're still millionaires. But still, a relatively, what what Nas could be making uh, versus production. Like I'm looking at this game, just a tra- like you were mentioning, 14 minutes, 15 points, tw- six for 12, two blocks. Like that. That's that's starter. I mean, that in the amount of minutes he's putting up starter stats. Like that's Nick Claxton would put up those kind of stats. Like right. and he starts for the for the Brooklyn Nets, so I mean that's that's solid. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know. I don't know what the deal with Nas is. Um, I think part of the problem is he's really effective as a center. Um, he's yeah. not very effective as a power forward right now, and we've got two All NBA centers. So yeah, you know tough. he's 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 the third center, and even now yeah. when he's the second center. You know, when when Gobert plays 35 minutes, you know, there's only 12 minutes left, you know, right? 13 minutes left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's a tough situation. Could you see um, the Wolves like dealing him while his, well, his, well, his, uh, could you see the Wolves dealing him at the trade deadline potentially? I mean, I would hope so if you could find someone that that sees a value in him. I mean, I just don't know what kind of value he has league wide, but. Um, I would deal them for, I mean, I don't, it depends where we're sitting. If we're we're not, we're not going to make a championship run this year, I don't think, but if if everything comes together, it's nice to have an insurance policy of Nas Reed. If one of those bigs goes down. Right. I just, man. And that's the thing. Like, it's just feeling bad for Nas because you know, he can do more. He's more than just an insurance policy. Like he really is. And this is a contract year. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. So like, he's going to be a restricted free agent and nobody's going to really see him. They're like, Oh, this guy gets, you know, 11 minutes a game. Well, I'm not going to open the pocketbook. So he's not right. going to get much of a contract and maybe we'll Timberwolves will get him back on another sweetheart deal. Who knows that man, that'd be great, man. How about, I remember, I think it was before last season. Uh, we, the wolves made a couple moves. Like it was just bottom of the barrel, we don't even remember him moves. We signed J-Mac and we signed Nas Reed. And man, those, those, I know J-Mac's hurt right now, but looking back, those, those deals were in Noel. Yeah. Those deals are really helping us right now. Yep. And we just called a guy up from the G league. That's on the exact same deal with, uh, mm-hmm. with Minot. We called him up and he's on like a four year total $5 million deal too. Do you think where you think every Mike, single year is a team option? So if he plays terrible, we can just say you're gone. And if he right. plays amazing, just better for us. I mean, it's right. great deals for the team. Do you do you think we'll we'll see some Minot coming up soon? 
like uh, on the floor or do you think think you'll get in the rotation at all i i wanted to see minot when um mcdaniels was out uh because i oh, think sure. he's more he's more of kind of like a wing sort of like small forward power forward type guy um i don't know i don't know how long prince is out for uh, but maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't. We don't have much at power, at small forward behind McDaniel's, and it's not like McDaniel's is lighting the place on fire. So, um, yeah, I would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'd like to see a play too. We saw, amazingly, we saw a little bit of Luca Garza, who apparent who from all account, I actually I missed this game. I was at a concert, but looked a little lost out there, uh, from what I saw. I think um, in two minutes. His plus minus was minus 13. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not all on him, but a lot of it right. was kind of on him. Right. He did have turns four points. Turns out he's super, super slow. Like, offensively, he can hang. But, like, he, he's like he's got cement shoes on. He, like, can't move his feet at all. So, whenever you put him in a pick and roll, it's just dead meat. And uh, Miles Turner just slaughtered him. Like he yeah. couldn't get out to cover him at from three and he couldn't, he wasn't fast enough to cover him on the roll. So it was pretty ugly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, that was, that that's tough. I mean, do, do with the, I mean, Miles Turner, great player, but still you yeah. gotta, and, and I mean, we can't give up on him either because I mean, it's, it's his first minutes of the season. And although he's not necessarily a rookie, he's exactly had, like, like he played with teams. the Pistons. Yeah, other teams have sniffed around him before and uh, given up on him. So I mean, whatever. I, I don't mind him, you know, getting some reps in the G League, and if we need him, we need him. But I think it's time to understand that there's a reason that you know he was floating around free for anyone to pick up. Right. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's easy for fans to like just see a box score uh, from the Iowa Wolves, be like, "Whoa, this guy put up 36. He'll be able to do yeah. that here." Like, no, like, yeah, like, for example, yeah. Go Cause ahead. he's going up into like a six foot seven center in, you know, from, you know, Scranton or something like that. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, like also like, I, I, I feel like any NBA player can put up points given the right scenario. Yeah. I mean, they're NBA players for a reason. Like, for example, like uh, Josh Okogie, uh, they, there was a national televised game where the Suns were playing uh, the Celtics, and Celtics were just getting de- or uh, the Suns were getting destroyed. So they gave Akogi uh, uh, long term minutes. He put up twenty eight points and hit four threes. So <laughs> I mean, like I feel like in any situation, any NBA player can go off. So I've followed the G League some here and there, and especially I follow when um, NBA players go down to the G League for like a little stint. Sure. And pretty much if you're a wing and you're not averaging like 25, 10, and 10, like down there, you're not any good. Like if you're an NBA, like if if you're a role-playing NBA player, you Uh should be putting up you know, MVP type, you know, LeBron James type numbers in the G League uh, every game. Like if, if if you're not putting up those type of numbers, you're not you're not that good in the NBA. Right. So if you're not I mean, I think Minot's putting up like 18, seven and five with like three blocks or something like he's putting right. up cra- crazy numbers. And yeah. he's a couple of years away from being even a role player. So 
Um, right. Yeah, if you're in the G League, you better be destroying it if you want to be in the NBA. And that that's what's so crazy. Former number two overall pick James Wiseman is only putting up 15 points a game in the G League. Yeah, he's not. And his, his plus minus is awful, too, from what I hear. I mean, there's uh yeah, he, yeah, he's got some, he's got some learning to do. He's, he's definitely a raw project. He's got everything athletically to, uh, mm-hmm. to be the thing. But I mean, there's definitely a knock at this AAU system where when you pick a guy like him, who's an athletic seven, one guy, you mm-hmm. can, you can eat, you know, you can do real well in the AAU system, just throwing him lobs and stuff like that. Right. You know, it's really not developing him as a player. And some of these guys come up to the league thinking it's just going to be like, you know, candy on Halloween, like it's been their whole life. And it's not. Uh, it's a whole right. different sport. And 7-1 and athletic doesn't get you very far if you don't know what you're doing. Right. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And that's that's what's crazy, like, with uh, – that, that's why I think it's so good that, like, the G, that the G League Ignite exists. I mean, like – let's go let's let's go play against some real nba players why why dick around in like conference usa or something like that like and get paid decent money yeah yeah and get paid yeah absolutely go get i mean like what happens you play g league for a year and you blow out your acl what happens in college you make no money like yeah at least you got a hundred grand in your back pocket yeah absolutely absolutely don't get me wrong i like watching college basketball but yeah. I I totally understand why why these two like for example uh, what was for Indiana Matherin he was on G League right I believe no um, no he, he came from uh, he came from Kansas uh, oh shoot. Uh, Kansas not Kansas he came from somewhere oh okay John Doe's John Doe's got an idea up there uh, here let me let me take a look uh, here we go uh, we'll put it on screen. Trade cat and build around ants. What do you think? Oh, well, first, first of all, we can't do it for six months. So right, right. That's the first thing. Go ahead. Um, I'll tell you what. You can't say that it's a terrible idea. Like no, it could not. be. It could be a. It could not be the right idea. But like, I've been saying for a while. I would love to know what the value of cat is. Like, what would I get? You know, um. And I think there's a world where cat is kind of the problem, but uh, I need to know what the value is. If you give me, if you give me a top four pick and you give me a young player that has high potential and you give me salary cap uh, relief, Hmm. I would look into it. You know, I think there's a, I think there's a world where Carl Anthony Towns, his style of play um, negatively affects the team. You know, he can put up numbers, but his moping, his, you know, his lack of horizontal athleticism on defense and on offense. So he's kind of a one trick pony yeah. um, affects us. Like the way I look at cat is he's probably like the slowest small forward in the NBA. He's like the, he's like one of the best shooting. Like, I don't even know who he would be like, like somebody who's so damn slow, but is a great shooter, but he's a small forward. That's him. Like, I don't see him as a center. I don't see mm-hmm. him as a, even a power forward because he doesn't, he can't post anybody up. Yeah, like he doesn't. He, like, he, I mean, if, if, if a decently strong shooting guard 
He's got, you know, got a low base. Cat's not backing him down. It's just mm-hmm. not happening. Um, and he'll get an offensive foul trying to trying to force the facts. So right, um, yeah. Cat could be very very valuable. It's just he's a very unique player, and you need he needs to fit in your system. Um, that being said, if you gave me, you know, something like you give me you give me Chet, you give me their first round back they got a guy named dang who i really liked in the draft he they drafted him like 15th 16th so you can be chet dang and salary cap relief i would think about it you know or Mm -hmm. if you give me a top five pick in this next draft and you know a player that's like maybe mcdaniel's level where it's like yeah i see some upside but he hasn't quite shown it yet um and like 25 million dollars in cap space I think about it, you know, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of people's best, you know, matchups plus minus wise are not with cat. I mean, he doesn't, you know, for, for a guy that supposedly spreads the floor, um, Anthony Edwards is playing much better with Gobert than when he plays with cat. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, The only thing, like you mentioned, Chet, the only thing I worry about is his him coming back from an ACL? Sometimes you have no idea what they're going to look sure. like. Um, For sure. So it, it, it's possible, but um, so yeah, uh, I, I don't know what this Twitter handle is. Ytram Goku uh, is that like a reference? I have no idea. But uh, package of of Cat and Delo. Uh, Delo is a free agent, right? So we'd have he'll to- be next year. It's so much money. Like that would be. $60 million going out. So you would have to bring back $60 million. There's not very right. many teams that have that sort of salary that they can move around. Um, so I don't think that that's even possible. Um, that was his next question is, is that even possible? And I don't really think it is. Um, right. I think what you'd almost do at that point is you would trade cat and you would let delay do D walk. And with maybe the 20 million in cap space, you would save on cat. Hopefully um, and then the 25, you'd 30, you'd save on D'Lo. You could package that cap space to make a move in free agency, but I don't think mm-hmm. you can make a trade with both those guys together. Yeah, they, their contracts are just too big. That would be – they'd have just, to give up a lot. Like, it would to, probably be a max player. Anyway. Or there'd be multiple teams involved, and it would – I mean, it'd be something that would be so uh, mixed up that I can't even – try to put it together. I mean, it's, it's for sure possible, but that's a lot of money to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That, that would, that would be interesting. I, I don't even know how, how that would even work out, but uh, you know, let's, uh, do you got any more? Should we put next to me? Actually, one more thing. One more thing I want to talk about. Uh, yeah. let, let's talk about tonight a little bit. Wolves, uh, Portland, um, obviously Anthony Simons and, uh, D- and uh, and Lillard did their thing against us last time, but man, some good shot making from us. What do we got to do differently against Simons or and Lillard? Or is there nothing we can do? We just got to hope they miss shots. I think we rebound. I think we just have to rebound. I think if we can completely dominate the glass, um, that would go a long ways. I mean, obviously Lillard and Simons are going to get there. Those guys are crazy. Like all those, sh- it's not like every shot was open. Um, those guys are just right. shot makers. And when they're right. hot, they're hot. 
We held Grant to almost nothing, and that guy was playing like an MVP for a couple weeks. That's so, true. I, um, I thought he was going to have a much bigger game than he did. I, exactly. He kinda, I mean, yeah. I don't, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe that's why Minot's up. It's very possible that we're going to stick Minot on, you know, on one of those guys just to just to follow him and just have a longer athletic body, just kind of trying to messing with him. Maybe maybe taking Moore's minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to see. One thing yeah, I want yeah. to talk. About, one thing I wanted yeah. to just touch on yeah. is, um, so last year we had a style of play with uh, scrambling defense, forcing turnovers, getting out and running and shooting mass amounts of three-pointers, led the league in three-pointers taken. This year, we're among the worst or among the lowest in three-pointers taken. And we we just started, you know, forcing turnovers now that cat's out. Big coincidence could not be. We also had a lot of practice time right around then. So, I mean, I don't want to put it all on cat being gone. But um, I think we're starting to see a little bit of – our identity coming through a little bit. Like we're number, we're, we're shooting a ton of mid-range shots and this whole flow thing that Finch has been beating into our heads is starting to happen with D'Lo playing off the ball more with um, the unselfishness of Kyle Anderson with his little, you know, gets to the lane and either shoots a little yeah, floater yeah. or tosses up the pass to, uh, to go bear um, with Edwards playing off those guys. Uh, we were starting to get our little our, our swagger or our rhythm, and uh, I'm excited to see if that continues. Yeah, me too. One more, uh, one, one more thing from the uh, back to the cat conversation. Uh, I know you can see the tweet. I personally don't like it. I'm not. I'm not a. I believe me. I'm an on court Kyrie guy, but off court Kyrie guy. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to deal with that. But what do you think? Is this even possible? I'm almost the opposite. I'm almost like okay. uh, off court. Like I know he's kind of a, like, he's not a smart person. You know, I don't, I don't go to him for information. So, I mean, I don't really care about his ideas on things, sure. but it seems like he's, I think to heart, he's a nice guy. Like he's been very giving a lot of times to, to a lot of causes, but he's not that bright, but I don't like his play style on the court. Um, I think that's starting to change a little bit now, but he's a very self, player he's a very isolation based player and that's kind of what we're trying to beat out of our players right now with this whole flow system with you know mm-hmm. making the extra pass making the next pass the ball will come back to you so i don't really love that um Kyrie yeah. idea i mean i would move i could i could think uh i could maybe think D- low for him if they're looking salary cap space but they're both free agents so yeah i don't love that i mean Kyrie's the hot button everybody wants to say trade for him but uh i, I don't know i don't love the i don't love him as a fit no no i i don't i don't either and i don't know I, i'm not offended by his off-court stuff it's just i i don't know I, just more noise more noise we yeah. don't need right for sure also uh, I don't know if you saw the go. Did you see the Gobert uh, controversy today or not? I did. I see he liked uh, something that Elon said. Yeah. yeah, something about like prosecute Fauci. He, yeah. I oh, I don't I don't want to go into this. I I just want to say that it's not a good look. The guy who 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 get, who basically the first one that got COVID in the right. NBA and touched all Patient the microphone. Zero. Yeah, patient zero is tweeting 
to prosecute Fauci. I don't know if that's a good look, but but no. we'll 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 leave that there. We'll leave that yeah. there. Anyway, yeah. uh, Chris, thanks so much for being here tonight. Yeah, no problem, man. Go Wolves. Absolutely. And this is the Everything's Coming Up Timberwolves podcast. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube and tell a friend as well. We're trying to get 150 subscribers, so help us get there. We're just a few away. And uh, follow us on Spotify. Give us a five-star rating because that helps up as well. And as always, go Wolves.